0: Central Ohio is a hub of businesses, nonprofit, and social enterprise organizations, large and small, all connected by the experiences we share and the stories we tell. Your BBB is excited to showcase businesses who are working every day to build trust and support our communities. BBB Sparkcast is where we will learn from these local entrepreneurs firsthand. Hello, listeners, and thanks for joining us for this episode of BBB Sparkcast. My name is Jordan, the Content and Communications Coordinator with Your BBB. Today we are here with Brett Johnson, the local sales manager at North American Broadcasting Company, Inc., the network sales manager of Plant Talk Radio Network, and owner of Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants, providing customized advising, development, targeting, and creation for B2B podcasters. Brett actually came in and met with us when we were in the beginning stages of BBB SparkCast, and we are happy to have him back today. How are you doing, Brett?
1: I'm doing great. I, I, when I saw the email, I was excited that we get to finally do a podcast together.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> great. Well, thanks for coming in. Um, I just gave a really brief overview of some of the work you've done with podcast and radio, but would you like to talk more about what you're currently doing in the podcast world?
1: Sure. I am working with businesses that are looking to create podcasts as a marketing tool for their business. Um, They see it as an opportunity to maybe bring their blogs to life, that they can control the content that they are talking about. They they become the experts in their field by just opening a mic and recording themselves and talking about what their business does for themselves, for their customers, uh, whatever their focus is. Uh, They're seeing this is a really good marketing tool uh, in addition to all the other social media that they're doing.
0: Really cool. Uh, So we're talking about podcasts today in a podcast episode. I've been referring to it all week as podcastception. actually. (laughs) Uh, When we first started BBB SparkCast, it was a huge learning curve. We had this idea and we weren't really sure where to begin. Um, So I would like to talk about creating and launching your own podcast, which is what you do. Uh, So can we start at the very beginning and talk about podcasts historically, uh, like when they became popular, and are they going to continue to be well-received in the future?
1: Sure. Well, the true godfathers of podcasting, and this is going to go back in time, but I think it sets the stage on what it is. Um, They were Dave Weiner and Adam Curry. Um, Weiner's a software developer and RSS, Real Simple Syndication Evangelist. Curry produces the popular No Agenda podcast, and you may recognize him as the mid-80s former MTV VJ. Uh, podcasting started before the term was even invented, with an idea uh, that they had in a meeting about in 2000. They were talking about automated media distribution. So really, the podcast idea was not more uh, of, of the word podcast; it was more of getting content from one location to another that's easily, uh, more easily consumed. Um, this was 2000, of course, uh, when that conversation ha- happened, and. And that was before the worldwide leap into broadband internet connections, so they were looking at it as how can we deliver video from one point to another. Uh, Weiner felt the internet simply had not evolved to the point where it could supply large video downloads. Curry's idea was to look at internet connections differently. He wanted a software solution that could download items that he subscribed to. Weiner was already working on that RSS uh, term, Real Simple Syndication. An RSS text file can include a dynamic content as well as static content, so you can use it to distribute new content from sites back and forth. Uh, That was back in 2003 he had developed the RSS 2.0. And again, this is going to get technical, but it does set the stage. Uh, Weiner also wanted to come up with a format to deliver content via a a subscription system. So in 2004, Curry decided to try his hand at programming and developed the first basic podcatcher application with Apple Scripts. Uh, Curry's program read Weiner's RSS feed and downloaded the audio file into Curry's podcatcher program. And the program simply grabbed the file, downloaded it, and then put the file into his iTunes playlist, uh, which then could be synced to his iPod. And iPods and and podcasts were created.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know any of that. Yeah.
1: So Again, it came down to creating the system of delivery versus the name. The podcast name came from it was on your pod, like our iPod, to listen to at that time. Now that we've grown up a lot more in regards to the smartphone systems Mm -hmm. and such, the name is just stuck. they became popular. It's a really good question because there's still a lot of debate around that. Um, Apple added podcasts to iTunes back in 2005. So that made that access point a lot easier to listen to podcasts, at least from your desktop. 2015 is kind of that time period where people say it really grew up fast and that uh, podcasts like Serial came into play. And that became much wider much more widely known um, uh, from the Serial podcast becoming popular. But there were others of note at that time too. There was Startup, You Must Remember Remember This, The Grammar Girl, Snap Judgment, and The Message. But Serial just seemed to catch fire. That really got it of note uh, back in 2015. I, I think a lot of other factors came into play of why podcasts became popular about that time period too, uh, the native podcast player app in the Apple smartphones was there. You could press a button and boom, you had app, you had podcasts on your phone. Before it was a bit of a struggle to find those podcasts and make it easier to listen to. So it moved from iPods to the smartphone. Uh, the culture of on-demand entertainment, Netflix changed that completely. Uh, in regards to that, we now can listen, can watch when we want. Increasingly engaging in better sounding audio content quality too, Uh, those podcasts became better and better sounding, better produced, and then not necessarily from the NPR standpoint, but just the equipment has become much less expensive, free software that can edit, all those together started to make content better and better sounding Whether it's an audio drama or a business-to-business sounding, you you knew the game was upped. You had to sound better uh, to to keep your uh, audience's attention. And it's still free. Uh, It doesn't cost, for the most part, doesn't cost anything to listen to a podcast.
0: Do you see um, podcasts going out of style anytime soon?
1: No, not the way it's been growing. Um, The last report... 120, 112 million Americans have listened to a podcast. 67 million have listened, they listen on a monthly basis. It continues to grow at double digits every year. Oh, wow. 24% of the US, age 12 and above, listen to a podcast. Um, and the key is that it's, there, there's niche format, it's niche ideas out there that you can gravitate, that you know exactly what you're subscribing to, whether it's entertainment information, education, you know what you're getting when you subscribe to a podcast. Um, So it doesn't matter what the download numbers or the subscribe numbers are for that podcast, it is popular because you can subscribe to what you want to listen to at that point in time.
0: That's very true. And that's good news then for both of us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, For someone who would like to start their own podcast, um, and let's say all they have right now is an idea, where should they begin?
1: The idea is key. Uh, I've run into a lot of people that are just enamored by the idea of a podcast, but they don't know what to do with it. If you don't, then you're going to fail. You'll pod fade, as it's called. You'll, you'll begin three or four podcasts and you'll just go, this is too much work. I'm running out of ideas. Um, you've already started it. You should have planned way back. But I, I, I think the big thing is you have the idea. Research that idea. Go to iTunes and look in the categories and see what podcasts are there in that genre, don't look at it as, oh my gosh, there are 50 of them there already. That's okay. That's great. That means that genre, that topic is good. Go for it. Just do something different with it. Um, And some of those could have been, uh, they uh, have stopped producing already anyway. So uh, you can take a look at it that way as well, that they've done their thing. Now you're going to do your thing in a different spin to it. As you you know, grasp to that idea and, and know that you're going to go for it. Map out your episodes over a 12-month period. Whether it's a monthly publication, uh, you publish once a month, every other week, weekly, whatever your goal is, map it out over 12 months. Um, and fill out a year's worth of content and you're going to avoid that pod fading. If you have a co-host, confirm con- schedules and, and dedication to record or have a plan B just in case your co-host has to bail out because of family issues or you know, life happens, of course. Um, and then what is that call to action? Why are you doing it? Do you, what do you want your listeners to do, to feel, to talk about after you publish that podcast?
0: So say um, someone um, as an employee is tasked with creating a podcast or uh, business owners thinking about um, starting one. Um, would you say that podcasts are an essential marketing tool right now? Or is it really important to only get into it if you have a specific focus and theme and not just do it because you feel like it's the new standard?
1: I think it's become an essential marketing tool because of the versatility that podcasts are. They mesh with social media so well, whether it is the video piece of it, um, social media, as I mentioned, social media mesh. Uh, you've got the opportunities to, to, to mix in blogging with it as well, an expansion of, your, of a blog that already exists, or you turn your podcast into a blog and you're taking pieces of that. It's all content that you're reusing, 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 and making sure it's not just a one-and-done situation. Um, you know, through sp- spoken word, you become the expert. Bottom line, you're not paying a blogger to blog for you. They're out there, of course, but with spoken word, you can't fake it. <laughs> you are the expert when it comes down to it. Um, there's no more intimate form of marketing. You're, you're in her earbuds in the coffee shop, in the car while he's driving to work, on her desktop computer at home or work. Uh, with podcasts, you create that... Lean in content when your listener shuts out everything, but what you're saying, it's not background entertainment. Uh, your listeners deliberately subscribe, they download and they listen to your podcast.
0: Very well put. Uh, so someone has their idea, um, they have a co-host if they want them and they have their editorial calendar laid out. So now they need equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, what's some basic equipment that you would suggest that they would need?
1: Oh well, Basics of basics, a smartphone and a podcast hosting platform. It really comes down to that. A good example, and this podcast still exists, is uh, the Running Through My Mind podcast. It's a mental monologue, talking to-do list, and an audio action agenda by Don the Idea Guy. Take a listen to it. He recorded on his smartphone in his car before he stepped into his office every morning for 50 mornings. And it published directly publishing to a podcast hosting platform. It can be as simple as that. Uh, now to the other extreme, you can invest in broadcast quality equipment that can run thousands of dollars, of course. There's a middle ground there. I think best options are what fits your budget. Uh, grow into new equipment if you need it. Um, a good place to start is looking at microphones that are USB adapt- adaptable. That way you can record right into a computer. Or look at an outside recording, handheld recording device. Uh, device, excuse me. Um, there's a, a microphone. Uh, the name is ATR twenty one hundred. Is a good, reliable USB and um, uh, other device recording device adaptable uh, microphone. Um, you can easily record onto your computer using free recording and editing software like Audacity or GarageBand, depending on the platform, uh, Mac or uh, PC. Headphones are, are necessary just to hear what's going on. I'd suggest an ear covering heads, headset versus earbuds. So uh sound uh, canceling so you can hear what, uh, just what's going on with your recording. I would suggest also doing some handheld digital uh, recorders. Uh, some brand names are to look for, TASCAM or Zoom. Uh, you can record at events, conferences. If you start your podcast, you may want to start interviewing people that you know big names at conferences and such, and handheld recorders are perfect for that. Uh, go with a podcast hosting platform to handle all the encoding work for distribution. Um, and also um, a website. is is, is whether it's a website dedicated to that podcast or it's a page on your company website.
0: Are there certain low-cost platforms you'd recommend when you're publishing your episodes?
1: Well, let's start with what not to do, SoundCloud. Do not, do not, do not use SoundCloud. It's free and you get what you pay for. (laughs) Um, It's uh, it's not the best option to go with if you are really concerned about how you control your audio you know, if you put all that work into the content and in a recording um, you want to control every bit of it and soundcloud is not the best way to go uh, peace of mind platforms include um, and, and these are going to be some odd sounding names and spelled strangely uh, blueberry and, and of course to be cool you gotta drop a, a vowel in there somewhere so it's blueberry with b-r-r-y uh, spreaker is another great platform podbean Uh, Libsyn, they are household names in that world, so when you start to do research, you're going to see those names pop up a lot. Um, They are all very good platforms to work with, cost efficient, and they take care of everything for you, so it's, it's record the audio, get it published, they take care of all the worries in the back end of getting and saving that audio for you, so it's there forever.
0: We actually go with with Blueberry. You recommended them to us yeah. and they're their local BBB accredited business. So right. we're yeah. happy to work with good them. Good
1: company. It's a really good company. Yeah.
0: Are there any other advice or small takeaways you have for our listeners who are interested in creating their own podcast?
1: I would look at a podcast as not as a business. There are podcasters that use podcasts as a business, but they've they've set up the back end as affiliate marketing programming, uh, selling products, advice and such. You'll see those, but that's not really the healthy way to walk into this. A podcast helps to support and grow your business. Um, I work with my clients to create a game plan and and stick to it. Uh, The reality of podcasting, as with all marketing tools, is that it's it's in the long game strategy. Uh, Done strategically, podcasting does work. Uh, that's why I suggest that, you know, planning it out on a calendar, where are you going with these individual topics and, and what does the first episode compared to the last episode sound like. And, but it's all in pencil. Change it as it goes along. Be flexible with it and grow with that podcast. You never know the opportunities that are going to come up once you start podcasting that you become a guest on other podcasts as we're doing with this. Or others want to be a part of your podcast, and it starts to grow exponentially because of one key guest that you had, and vice versa—that that 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 your podcast helped them grow as well. So it it has its own energy. Look at it that way, and and look at it as it's another extension of your of your marketing strategy, along with all the other pieces that you do, and make sure they all work together. Uh, and, and, And working with your social media person or whoever you're working with with social media, make sure that all those pieces come together real well for you.
0: Okay. So do you have any favorite podcasts?
1: Yeah. If you look at my phone, I subscribe to at least 50 of them, oh, and, wow. but they but they, <laughs> but they range from audio dramas to business, mm-hmm. uh, the Ten Ferriss' of the world and such like that. Um, my, my ultimate favorite right now for audio drama is a Britcom uh, called Wooden Overcoats and it's just so well written and, and I like British comedy anyway but just so um, witty and, and well written and the characters are just, they, they, they mesh together so well. Um, there are just so many out there that are so really good and there are a lot of great local podcasts here at least looking in the Columbus market. Um, it's all been done. Radio has a great network of podcasts that they do. They do their, their uh, live show at Mad Lab um, once a month and they record those, those sessions, that, that theater, and, and put them into podcasts. So you have such a variety here in, in, in the Columbus market that really search them out to get a flavor of what's being spotlighted for Columbus events as well as just the voice of Columbus, uh, which is really exciting that we're starting to really blossom with some great podcasts in the market, too.
0: Yeah, definitely. i have to check those out. Yeah. <laughs> that is all really valuable information, Brett, and I just want to thank you again so much for joining us today on BBB SparkCast. Listeners, you can find out more by visiting circle270media.com and following Brett on social media. Be sure to subscribe to BBB SparkCast so you don't miss out on the conversation. And if there's a topic you'd like to hear about, feel free to email us at podcast at centralohio.bbb.org and we look forward to you joining us next time.